podcast hello this is Paige and I have a guest with me today and uh, would you like to introduce yourself hi my name is Charles Charles the bike aka Chucky baby <laughs> thanks for having me all right so um why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself Charles <laughs> well Charles this is me, Charles, as a writer. <laughs> it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter at this point, right? So it's like... Okay, it doesn't... Just keep talking. This is funny. Yeah, this is funny. Yeah, this doesn't even matter at this point. This is, this is my real life now. Okay. First of all, let me just... Okay, so Charles is my friend, and um, we've been friends for uh, how many years? Like seven years? Seven years. We met at, we met at school at, in college. And um, we had a little collective called Yellow Friends, along with our other pals, um, Sajin and Pat. And Charles is a poet and a DJ and a graphic designer and a coffee drinker. Wow. Uh, That was very generous of you. But uh, (laughs) sure, I'll accept that. Thank you. Okay, cool. So this is Charles' first time podcasting, and this is my first time podcasting with him. So clearly, we're like, <laughs> we're like trying to figure this out. So yeah, yeah. But it'll, it'll be fun. Yeah. So um, the other day, I resurrected this old Facebook group. It was the old Yellow Friends Facebook group, and I just randomly came across it, and um, I just started posting it again. And Charles actually posted some really amazing would you rather questions and i have it up right now so it's the would you rather game hair edition so i think we should go through these he actually it actually um he posted some really great pictures so i'm thinking maybe um i might post these on tumblers because you gotta see this visually it's just (laughs) awesome okay so i'm gonna start off with set number one would you rather oh would you want to have hair made of cigarettes that never smelled like cigarettes? But if it gets wet, that is taking a shower, it will smell like a wet-ass, muddy, puddle-drenched cigarette versus having a basketball rim on your head. On Fridays, you will get dunked on by punk-ass kids, but you do get a season pass to any basketball game you like. So, Charles. Yes. What would you rather have? <sighs> I mean, the cigarette hair is interesting because it's you can be spotted afar. But I think I'll have to go with like with the basketball hair just because I like basketball and <laughs> and and you like getting dunked on uh, by yeah, punk ass kids. But the upside <laughs> to that is I get to make new friends. You know, okay, that's what I thought too. Because I, well, first of all, I was like for sure I would not go with the cigarette hair because I hate the smell of old cigarettes. Yeah. Like, 
the stench of stale cigarette is just so nasty, and I can imagine soggy cigarettes would be so fucking gross. So I, too, would prefer um, a basketball rim on my head. And the yeah. thing is, I don't care about season pass to basketball games, but I did think I would be more social, and I would make more friends. Yeah. You know. I agree. Yes. Three points. So we, we both agree, would like um, basketball rim Bas- on our heads for... Different reasons, but All right. same reason, too. Yeah. Okay. Two points for basketball here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Set number two. Would you rather have old people hair when you're young versus having a beard that connects like a circle around your head? Um, so you can try shaving the beard band off, but it will grow back exactly in the same shape. The other parts of your head will not grow any hair. If you choose the hair receding youth, you will be able to avoid common ailments when you get older, like Alzheimer's, muscular dystrophy, or fragile bones. In fact, when you have grown into your end of life slash retirement, you will have a full head of beautiful, shiny, gorgeous hair. And honestly, I don't, I feel like this is such an easy, um, would you rather, (laughs) like, wouldn't you rather just have, like, Benjamin Button hair where you have, like, no hair and then... Because I was thinking, like, you can just wear a wig. Yeah. yeah. You're right. Right? Yeah. Hand, <laughs> hands, hands down, youth hair. Yeah, wear... I mean, like, who would who would want to have a beard band? Yeah, unless they really like beards a lot. And if they have, <laughs> you know, uh, I don't but know. But it would be like, but okay, so let's just think about this beard band. So, like, if you, because, okay. okay, so, again, we're going to, I'm going to post this on Tumblr because it's, really funny (laughs) but i'm looking i'm looking at the beard band it's literally like a ring around your face of like a beard that goes around your face so you know how like some people have like really bushy beards like yes gandalf not really gandalf but like you know like dumbledore like yeah curly beards that grow downward because of gravity so if you had this beard band would it be like some sort of like would it grow if you just let it grow would it turn into some sort of like Oval frame that like framed your face. <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> yes, <I would. laughs> oh my god, you are crazy. You didn't think about that. You didn't that think was about that. Uh, I just that was an amazing answer. Yes, that's awesome. Yeah, but then who would want that? <laughs> who would want that? Unless they want to present themselves as like, oh, I'm a painting. I'm a moving painting. Yeah, like if you're like, you know what? I am art. I am living yeah. art. Then maybe like, <laughs> okay. So, I mean, that's just like a, I still think everyone would choose the youth hair, but. Yeah. I mean, that was just a funny visual. Just Yeah. Anyways. Okay. Yeah. Set number three. Um, would you rather have Batman sketched into your hair or Martin Luther King Jr.? If you choose Batman, you'd have to wear Batman underwear at least once a week. If you choose MLK, you're able to deliver the best speeches anywhere, like when ordering coffee and having that skill until the day you die. Again, another very easy would you rather. Like, Well, no, actually, no. It depends because Pat was like Batman all the way because he loves yeah. Batman. Yeah. But like for me, I mean, I would love to be able to make speeches. Yeah, right. You know, because I have... I have, I'm really bad at giving speeches, so. Uh huh. I mean, what, what did you choose? Yeah, that was a tough one, because you know, bad. For you, is... it was tough. Huh? <laughs> it was tough for you. Well, you know, everyone likes Batman. He's a he's a you know, you childhood icon, but, 
MLK can, if you have an MLK sketch <laughs> in the back of your head, it might, inc- <laughs> I don't know, incite trouble. But then also, but having that skill, you know, to maybe diffuse situations. So I actually, like, I remember because when I saw that question, I didn't read the the add-on type of thing. And I was already thinking, well, if I had Martin Luther King on my head, yeah, I thought it would ins- it would not inspire, but it would like you could you know start a good conversation, an enlightening conversation. Right. And then I read the add-on, and I was like, well, then that's like a given. Like I would totally want to be able to give speeches and stuff. So yeah. But so what would what would you choose in the end? I guess it would be MLK, just because you know I like the power of speech. I like the power of the written word and uh, <laughs> to like, inspire people like on a spot. Let me have some coffee, please. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You're like, thank you, sir. Here's your venti coffee. Oh my god, I love you. <laughs> Stupid stuff. I don't know. <laughs> but I don't know. Like I said, I mean, does everyone like MLK? Like, really? What? Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. You never know in the rest of the world. You're like, who's but yeah, MLK? But I know, but then that's why you. It's like you have this. It's like um. What was it? What was it? a springboard of conversation? You know, yeah, like it's yeah. like the thing, like yeah, educating people. True, true. Yes, yeah, I agree with that. Right, right. That's great. Okay, hands down. So wait, so you said MLK? I forgot yeah, yeah. You. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, set number four. Having hair that looks literally like a pile of shit versus having mustache bangs. The shit hair actually smells nice and is in good condition. People from afar will be able to tell that it that it's shit on top of your head. So people from afar won't be able to tell if it's shit on top of your head. If you choose mustache bangs, you won't be able to stop playing with it while you're working. But sometimes on certain days, after twirling your hair, your fingers will smell like shit. So the thing is, when um, I didn't see the picture, but then when I clicked on the picture, this guy, literally his hair looks like shit on top of his head it's really nasty yeah it's gross like i would i would rather have poo fingers oh wait no in my comments i said i don't want poo fingers but now having thought about it i would rather have poo fingers than have shit on my head because it literally looks like shit on your head it just looks disgusting that's true. I mean, it's a, it's a terrible photo, but it's actually dreads that wrap around. But, you know, dreads it's, that smell like shit yeah, sometimes. But, why, <laughs> but, I mean, but the thing is, like, this guy, I mean, yeah. it's like, so he literally, so he has this, like, dread, giant dread that's, like, congealed on his, his forehead. But yeah. he's, like, bald in the back. Yeah. No, I think he's bald so, up top. Like, and then But he, then, like, why did he not just... Style it better. I don't know. It just looks so gross. <laughs> well, he's not really a <laughs> fashion winner there. <laughs> okay, uh, so would you rather have the shit head or would you rather have the mustache hair? I thought about it because I like to fiddle. You know, I used to have long hair back in the day, like down to my chin. And so, like, <laughs> playing with that mustache bangs all day. Wait, so you had, you literally had mustache hair down to your chin. <laughs> not just the, four, not the, you know, everything, though. The whole head. 
Like, Wait, so you had like a bob? I guess so. Yeah. It was like long bangs and then short sides. You know, it was that typical Asian haircut. I mean, but not as bad, though. It's like, it's still kind of like a (laughs) descending, crescending haircut. You had had an A-line bob. You had an A-line bob. That's what it is, right? Is that, I guess, oh, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I actually, I can envision it. Yeah. Yeah. So back then, what was this, like the 90s? Yeah, this is like 96. So it would be like, you would part your hair in the middle. Like the dudes would part their hair in the middle. And it would be like, it would be like, kind of like helmet hair, but then like it would be angled, right? Yes, yes, okay. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that yeah, okay. So so that being said, I used to wrap you know my bangs behind my ear and then fiddle with it in class. Okay. Like, and then so I think I would go for a mustache bangs because <laughs> I would probably fiddle with it all day, liking that. But even though it's, it'll, my fingers will smell like shit. <laughs> yeah, I so. mean, I, I would do the same. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I would <have> the same. <laughs> yeah, I said because I don't, because the picture that you posted was so gross. Like, yeah. I don't want that yeah. for myself. You know? I mean, there's really no benefit of the, of the shit hair because you, you smell nice, but does anyone else know <laughs> that you smell nice? No, yeah. and also because it looks so gross, like, no one wants to go up to you anyway because. Yeah. It looks like you smell bad. Yeah, that's but, scary. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So. So a winner for mustache bangs. <laughs> so what's up? <laughs> so what's up? Just hands. Yeah. My first day of freelancing. Um. Like forced vacation, I guess. <laughs> forced <laughs> or, vacation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's freelancing downtime, so I'm chilling, like literally chilling. I had a walk to the beach this morning. Wow. So, yeah. It's, yeah. Um, it's, Charles lives in Long Beach. Yes. It's beach. in California. Yeah. It's not part of LA County. It's like its own county, or it's part of LA County. But it's so big, it could be its own county. Yes. And don't yeah. mistake it with Orange County, please. Because <laughs> a lot of people do. It's not Orange <laughs> County. It's L.A. County. Isn't it like the opposite direction of Orange County? I mean, it's literally on the border. The next city over, Steel Beach, is Orange County. Oh. Yeah. So, it's... Uh, but people like to make that distinction. Yeah. Okay. So, Okay. <laughs> I mean, some I actually, people. I don't know. I I feel like it's been. I don't even know where Orange County is anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I no thought need. Long Beach. I thought Long Beach was like south, and I thought Orange County was like north. <laughs> but really? it's all in the same direction, I guess. Oh, but it makes sense because Disneyland is in Orange County. Yes. And Long Beach is kind of close to Disneyland. So not really. Maybe. Oh, fuck. Okay. I don't away. know anymore. It's okay. You're in Switzerland. You don't have to worry about that. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, but... Um, you... so... So. Do you like Long Beach? Do I like it? Yeah, I mean... Yes. I do, for the most part. I'm like... <laughs> 70%, you know, liking it. Just because it's like... 
everything's down here. I can like bike to the store. It's awesome, like city culture. But then mm-hmm. it's but then it's like every it's like away from my friends in LA, which is mm-hmm. the, the bad part of it. But mm-hmm. but once I'm in the neighborhood, it's like the people are cool. Um, interesting things happening all the time, like weird naked bums. <laughs> Uh. (laughs) have you have you ever seen so i was listening to um the last episode of the mutual awkward podcast and we talked about bums shitting on the sidewalk and seeing human poo like have you witnessed that before oh my god well human poo no 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 like an actual like not a baby but like an adult human shitting uh, I haven't seen it directly, <laughs> like <laughs> dropping. I seen a bum <laughs> behind, like you know, like a tra- like a trash can or a dumpster doing it, and you can tell what he's doing. But okay. nothing. <laughs> I've never seen a bum poo before. <laughs> Not really? That I want to, but um, it seems like you guys both have seen bums taking a shit. Yes. Yeah. Which I'm fine with. But, um... Yeah, I think it's a very L.A. rite of passage, right? <laughs> yeah. Life in Switzerland is so far so good. Yeah. Um, how is it being, yeah. like, an, an American in Switzerland? Like, how are you treated? Um, the, I mean, I, I feel like I've been... I think I've been abroad for so long that... I'm kind of used to being. I'm I'm used to being a foreigner. Yeah. But the thing is, I I don't think people necessarily treat me like I'm, like they know I'm not from here. To be honest, actually, like because wherever I go, like if I go to like a restaurant, or if I go to like anywhere, people speak to me in Swiss German. Yeah. And it's not until I actually respond that they're like, "Oh, she doesn't." Mm-hmm. speak swiss german and even sometimes i respond in english and they still speak to me in swiss german so in that sense i don't feel like okay i'm american or i'm like really different you know and yeah so yeah i i think uh may i don't i think also because i've also moved to so the two places i've lived in they're both very um there's like high tourist population yeah so i think most people are used to seeing foreigners around so mm. i don't so again, I think like I don't feel like such an outsider. Um, right. And where I work, everyone's an expat, you know. So yeah, I mean, it's cool. That's cool. <laughs> right on. Do you think there are more like other? Do you, do you sense the makeup of like the foreigners there, like Americans versus like I don't know uh, British people or whatever? Um, not so much. In Hong Kong, it was a little bit more because actually I feel like everywhere I go, there's less, there's always fewer Americans compared to other like, um, like countries and stuff. For example, in Hong Kong, it was a lot of British and Australians. Yeah. And then you do get the kind of like, because because Hong Kong was a British colony, so the language and everything is more like British English and stuff like that. So there was a lot of me like adjusting to that and really feeling like, oh, wow, like there's a huge difference between like British English and American English. And I yeah. felt like there was this like, I mean, it wasn't like divided like Americans versus British people, but it was yeah. more just like 
you do you do sense like okay there's like a difference whereas here i think um i would say here it's more europeans mm. like from like italy or like portugal or sweden or whatever so not yeah. so much like british people so i think i think like yeah i think in hong kong i was i was exposed to more british people and it was great i made all these new friends and stuff and i got to so it was more like expatty in terms of like british australian yeah like kind of like native english speaking places whereas here in switzerland i'm starting to meet like europeans so people who english isn't their first language and um that's actually it's very interesting to me um i'm start i do for the first time i do feel um culture not clashing but actually i feel more cultural differences yeah in switzerland than i did in hong kong because right i mean in hong kong it's like um i mean the predominantly was asians and i think i mean i'm, I'm asian so right for the most part like customs etiquette i'm more or less used to that yeah and then if i dealt with foreigners they were like british you know whatever and i think here in switzerland um one the one thing i did notice is that i think europeans are way bigger on etiquette than americans or british people or whatever like they're uh like i've been people have pointed out stuff that i've done where they're like hey, we don't do that here yeah you know whereas mm-hmm. i think in i because actually this is all like recent stuff so i was i was thinking about it i actually had a conversation with a friend today about it and i was saying i think in american culture it's more rude to point out something that someone does yeah so if someone's doing something that's kind of rude, rather than point it out, we just kind of ignore it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, am I right to say that? As Americans? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I see that. Yeah, so so that's why I feel like, oh, like I'm getting... Um, so that's one thing where I suddenly I, I'm feeling really rude or I'm like, why well, I didn't realize I was so rude. And right. I was talking to my friend about it. She's Swedish. Uh-huh. And she actually pointed out, she was like, I don't think you're rude. It's just you grew up in a different environment and it's pretty much just cultural differences. And I was like, okay. Cause you know, I didn't think about it that way. And, yeah. um, yeah. So I, I would say so far, that's probably the one thing I've noticed yeah. recently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. We're just a rude, ugly American and tolerant of other cultures. <laughs> yeah. What's it like being American? <laughs> <laughs> I'll read okay, that. What is it? What is it like? Okay. So how? Okay. So I feel like, I mean, I don't want to get too political because we aren't. I'm yes. first of all, I'm not like well-versed in politics. So I don't want to yeah, no start worries. that conversation. Yeah. But at the same time, I am curious because I'm not there right now. But right. I, I wonder how, how, how do you think? How is living in America, in L.A., in Long Beach or whatever, how, how do you feel like it's changed since Trump has become president? Well, I think, well, we've, I kind of experienced the world a lot now through the news, obviously, right? So, yeah. but L.A., um, California, I don't think we, 
have are affected as much as the other states are, just because California is more like a considered a liberal, progressive, whatever state, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. people are more tolerant here. So so it feels like things are squeaking by. I mean, they're just normal, but I don't I haven't mm-hmm. I haven't experienced any kind of wild, you know, racial kind of conflicts or anything. Personally. They always personally. Personally. They happen around me and I hear about them. They're really close, but I don't I haven't experienced one directly. But but then um, cuz I remember you cuz like would on your group chats and stuff like that. I remember yeah. you had mentioned that when Trump became president, there were some awkward moments at at the place you were oh, working at the time, yes. and, yeah. and that actually that for me shocked me a lot because yeah. mostly because I was just shocked that anyone voted for him. Yeah, but um, but so you and so even though you didn't experience it directly to you, but you, but did you do you feel like um. It's it just, I remember when you guys were talking about that, then I kind of realized, oh, things have kind of changed, you know, and... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right, exactly. That that was one of the, <laughs> the big, big moments, and yeah, I'm, so, I'm sorry for not mentioning that, but uh, yeah, so that was in Orange County, to put it in context, you know, so people mm-hmm. can understand what Orange County has been in, in its history. I mean, um, ironically, it's been shifted Democratic, but there are still pockets of people especially the place that I work at the time is that day after Trump's election, it was like, there was Mm. weird, happy, too happy vibe that was going around. Like you don't hear people going rah, rah, rah. Like, you know, it was just like, everyone just was just smiles are too big. (laughs) People are just so like nonchalant. Either they either apolitical, like don't really care or just, you know, or it was really that what we suspected mm-hmm. is like mm-hmm. you were happy that this is a new kind of reality that's happening. Mm-hmm. So, and I felt uneasy mm-hmm. as a person of color, you know, so I felt mm-hmm. uneasy with like the other two people of color <laughs> next to me. <laughs> oh, and man. yeah, so we both kind of just like looked at each other and just like, you know, is this weird? And, but, um, you know, well, we dealt with it. I mean, there was nothing mm-hmm. against us directly, but you mm-hmm. feel it, you feel it like a, like a, like a nebulous, like aura, you know, around mm-hmm. you. So that was the ang- terms of anxiety and stuff, you know. But mm-hmm. we managed. I managed, so nothing crazy. But it, you can tell there's a a bubble around us. Okay. Yeah. But at the same time, um, so I mean, it's been a couple months and stuff, and uh, so I remember I was following the news for a little bit, and then I think over time I just stopped. <laughs> but like, um. But nothing, I mean, the one thing I did notice that I thought was cool mm-hmm. was that I felt like um, people were more proactive about stuff, like all the marches and things like that. And I yeah. and I felt like, actually, in times of this, like, you know, when it's like um, when things are hard and stuff, I felt like actually the, it's bringing people together, which I, I mean, on the upside, that's like pretty good. Yeah, that's true. I mean, right. um, I went to a, like a kind of like a community meeting like a couple of weeks ago, and mm-hmm. there was a lot of people like you know like um, older older people, probably like forties and fifties, and they're like first time you know like activists or whatever, or just mm-hmm. or just not even activists, just like they're they want to like older people who want to make their voice heard, like mm-hmm. um, you know whatever they can, whatever mm-hmm. needs they have or resources, just through their mm-hmm. ch- generous and 
you know, very caring and empathetic kind of people, which is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. So I respect that a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. I just feel like because I'm seeing on my feed, my Facebook feed, and everything, like right. I notice people are getting more involved. Like yeah. people who normally would not be involved in politics or care, Uh-oh. like people are starting to, you know, become more interested or become more involved in like the community and like what's going on. Yeah. You know, and I think that's that. I think that's a good thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 How is it? Has it been like? I mean, obviously you're in Switzerland, but like. I think we've had talked about this before, but like the the locals or the natives, I mean, how how are they affected? Like, I mean, do you see it on a, like a visual level or physical? Well, pe- I mean, for most people, everyone thinks like, um, I mean, everyone's kind of in shock. Like they're like, wow, this is kind of a joke. You right. Know what I mean, right. like I can't believe yeah. you guys voted for this guy. Yeah. And I, I think, um, I mean, it's kind of, in, so recently there were, um, so the Women's March in the States inspired a lot of marches, I think, around the world. And in Switzerland, there were a couple. And I think, I think was it two weeks ago, there was there was one that, I was going to go, but I ended up being really sick, so I couldn't yeah. make it. But, um, but, I, but there were two, actually two marches in Switzerland within the last two months. So uh-huh. I think... Um, I think people are moved by it. Like, I mean, people are, I think, seeing... So that's the one thing where I, I, I see, like, this is the positive side of it. It's, like, it's really bringing people from all over the world, like, bringing people together and kind of raising awareness about issues and stuff, social issues and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, but I would, I mean, for the most part, it's, I mean, I think... For me, it's been easy for me to kind of, like, not think about it. Just because yeah. I'm, like, not here, you yeah. know? And yeah. I think that's, like... Um, but I do wonder. I always wonder, like, what is it going to be like when I visit the States when I come back? You know, like, what's... Yeah. You know, like, I saw some... Um, I think recently I saw something about how, like... I mean, I'm not... I mean, I'm not a Chinese citizen. But I, I saw that they were making it really difficult for Chinese citizens to get visas yeah. to the States. And that... And then I, I recently saw, I think yesterday or something, like, they deported, it was, like, the first Filipino guy or father who got deported or something, and I'm just like, oh, shit, like, I mean, stuff is still happening, you know, and yeah, all that stuff like that, but. That Filipino father was actually in here in Long Beach. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, shit. It was the father and the mother are both, like, undocumented. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. But you're okay. I think you are in the best place, actually. Switzerland's probably the best place right now. You're the most neutral country in the world. It's like, and you guys have, like, <laughs> the best resources. So I would stay there. <laughs> Everyone's like, just, I remember my mom was like, I'm so happy you're there right now. <laughs> seriously. Like, no joke. That's serious, man. So, yeah. Um, yeah. That's great. I feel, that's why I'm like. Life's good. I feel. I feel. You know. I, I feel lucky. I, I really do. Um, yeah, you should. Blessed. Yeah. Hashtag blessed. I Hash, do. I do. Yes. <laughs> I agree. Cosign on that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would say. I don't know if we've talked about this, but did you start up Derby Roller Derby in Switzerland again? I did not. Okay. So I okay. So I think I mentioned this the last episode, but I so I'm taking. I'm still on a break. I was supposed to go to practice last weekend, but yeah. I just 
got I just got lazy. I didn't go. Yeah. Um. But the thing is, so, uh, my sister's now really into roller derby. Like she's super into it. Yeah. She's now skating. She's like on the fresh meat team in the for the San Fernando Valley, uh, league. Yeah. And I think seeing her getting really involved is kind of like it was kind of like motivating me to like to get back. Yeah. And then on Monday. A coworker approached me and she was like, I heard you did roller derby. I really want to try it. And she's, she lives, um, she doesn't live in Lucerne. So I told her that the nearest team is in Bern for her would be in Bern. But then seeing her really get excited about it made me, I'm just like, wow, this feels like, you know, a, a nudge from the universe to get back into it. And, um, yeah, so, but unfortunately my next couple weekends are just booked because I mean, it's like Easter and then all the stuff. So like, oh, I'm yeah. like. I plan on traveling and all that stuff, so um, I won't be able to go skating. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, I do. I, I, in the last episode, I mentioned that I wanted to go back to skating so my sister can skate with the Lucerne team when she comes visit in June. Yeah. I think that would be really cool. And so I'm like, I should at least, I think in May I'll go back, so at least, like, I can provide that support and yeah. whatever. Um, That's cool. But, yeah. Why did, why? did you see a game or something? I thought I saw something. I think I think I might have ran into your old roller derby page or something uh-huh. in Hong Kong. But I thought it reminded me of something. I thought you were for some reason. I thought he had started up something in Switzerland. Yeah, I mean, I was I was skating with the team here, and um, but it was just a bit yeah overwhelming for me. Um, and but I think because now that my life is getting more settled and I'm feeling less. Uh, I guess out of place or whatever. Um, I'm yeah. starting to. I think now it's like the thoughts are coming back. Like, okay, maybe yeah, it's time to like start it up again. And yeah. Also, I haven't. I haven't been exercising, so I should exercise again as well. And right. All that stuff. So. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Do you still play basketball? Uh, I don't. Um, I wish I did, because I don't want to. I'm afraid of like breaking my ankle. <laughs> uh-huh. I've had dreams of like brick bones breaking for some reason so it's i'm like super nervous right now for some reason no but basketball is a really dangerous sport because you know um you know johnny oh yeah yes he plays he yeah but he i forgot what happened but he basically had to get like plastic surgery on his nose because he like i think the ball like fucking like like bashed into his face or whatever so his nose was completely like destroyed and they were basically they were like we're just gonna have to reconstruct holy nose for you kind of yeah i think or something like that but i think also like people break their fingers and stuff i think basketballs i never liked basketball yeah just i was not first of all i wasn't good at it yeah but it was like i remember when i was a kid and we had to play in pe and stuff right i remember whenever the ball hit me in the face it really hurt yeah Sports, sports, yeah, sports is good. So you don't do you, do you do you like skate? Uh, in terms of like what, like working sports. out and stuff. Sports, yeah. In terms of sport, like compet competitive. Uh, damn, that's it. I, I have no competitive sports. Well, I mean, you don't have to compete, but just like I don't know. Don't do you still do yoga on the beach? Oh no, I just oh in terms of like fitness like i just run so i it's like the beach is like literally like maybe like 500 steps for me so i just go down Mm -hmm. and and like maybe run like a couple miles or so but okay yeah 
for me, I, I think I really miss running. I used to... I was running for a little bit, and it, the weather was cold, so I would always make excuses like, oh, it's too cold right now. Yeah. But now it's warming up, yeah. and also, um, it's beach season soon. Or not beach season, but, like, summer. And the thing is, my coworkers, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but my coworkers, there. so there's, like, this um, lake culture. So there's this thing called a Lido, yeah. which is a... Um, I would say it's kind of like this pier or this dock by the lake right. where people pay like I don't know like two francs or something and you go swimming. Yeah. And apparently my coworker, it's like an office thing. So for me, it's like okay, I'm gonna go to, to this lake in my bathing suit with my coworkers. <laughs> you know, like that's right. not, and I don't feel comfortable around them. So yes, so I'm like okay, now there's this pressure to like, and everyone here is really fit. Like, oh. all my coworkers are really fit. Like, they do, um, every Wednesday and Friday, they have these boot camps. And okay. I thought about doing it for a second, but then I, I hate working out during lunch. It's just, I just hate it because Oof. in the middle of the day, you have to shower after. It just, I don't know. A lot of hassle. But anyways, yeah, but people do that. So, yeah. um, now I feel this pressure of, like, oh, wow, I need to... I need to look good. Nah, don't do that. <laughs> don't be. Don't, don't no, do I, I do. I do. I need to look good for the summer. Wow. Oh. <laughs> but um, but that but that's the thing. Like it's it's hard. Like everyone here is super into like, right, fitness and eating well and stuff like that. It's actually really, like I think like vegan culture and everything is really big here. Yeah. So um. So I, it's it's like when you're kind of immersed in that, it's really hard to like not think like that too, you know? Yeah. Even though, so the thing here though, it's, so I never really had a sweet tooth. Yeah. But then um, since I moved here because it's so cold and everything, like right. I eat sweets like all <laughs> the fucking time. And uh, the thing is the sweets, the pastries here, like the bread, oh my God, it's so good. Right. So good. I bet. So I... I never ate bread before like that much and stuff. And here I'm eating bread like every day. Yeah. My favorite thing is this thing called shogi brotli, which is basically it's chocolate bread. So it's like a, a bun encrusted in like chocolate chips. It's so good. Oh. And um, I had that like every morning. It's bad. And then I today I had two. So I had a croissant for breakfast. And then at work they brought in a plate of chocolate like Nutella filled croissants mm. and then I just had to have one you know yes. because it's so good and then just like uh, it's just like I'm just eating all the time it's so um, <laughs> stop making me jealous sounds so good <laughs> I mean okay so the bread and stuff the pastries are really good but yeah. I mean still like you guys have it with the Asian food I miss Asian food so much I had udon today <laughs> And I think it was so far the best udon I've had here. Yeah. But it's like nothing. It's still like not as good as like anything from. Well, actually, I take that back. Anything from Asia. Because this time when I went back to L.A. and I had udon, I was very disappointed. It was not good at all. Really? Um, Yeah, it was so. I went with Vince and um, I think we talked about this before. But like we waited in line for like over an hour for this place that had like everyone. It was like super popular. And then, so if, if for me, it's like if I wait over an hour, like my food better be really delicious, right? And worth that wait. And yeah. it wasn't. It was very bland. It was just. It was disappointing. And so yeah. I don't know why it had such a. But then I think it's because 
after living in Asia, you get kind of spoiled by the amazing Asian food. <laughs> so, any, so then suddenly, like, my standard of Asian food just got higher. So I think, um, I think, like, in Hong Kong, they do better Japanese food than they do in L.A., I would say. Oh, of course. But yeah. Yeah. Um, but nothing yeah, in Switzerland. Yeah. And, I mean, Switzerland, like... Like I've I've had Japanese food. I I went to Zurich like a week or I think it was a week ago to get udon, and again, yeah, disappointed because it was first of all twenty eight francs, yeah, which is basically twenty eight dollars oh. for a bowl of ud- tempura udon. Yeah, twenty that's like thirty dollars. Yeah, for udon Jeez. that like was. It wasn't bad, but it was like I would. I remember there used to be this place in Pasadena. Uh-huh. It was like this fast food, like Japanese takeaway place. Yeah, and I used to eat udon, udon there because it was so good. Yeah, it was like seven dollars, you know. Oh wow, and it was so good. And the thing is, yeah. So here it's like you pay a lot for stuff that's not like great, you know. Well, yeah. Asian food wise and stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, the one thing you you feel you think it's worth it, it's like the quality of like the the ingredients are really good so you do get your money's worth in that sense but sure it's just like yeah yeah well what can you do <laughs> yeah what can you do what yeah can you do? all right damn well i wish you luck in the better the, the premier udon <laughs> somewhere out there yeah That's so right. i i feel like my mission here i've just been trying all the like japanese places and all the mexican places because yeah. i'm still i've really want i i miss eating mexican food a lot <laughs> so <laughs> you're such an la girl god <laughs> you know i didn't i didn't get my um so every year when i go back to la i always go to la Estrella for my shrimp burrito all right and this christmas i did not get that oh and that sucked so you're uh fulfilling filling that void yeah, so, no, also this, so I said, okay, this year, this Christmas, I have to get it. But, um, yeah. I saw, okay, oh my god, so the other day I saw this video. Uh-huh. Um, I forgot what it's called, it's called, like, The Mythical Show. Have you heard of it? It's, like, these two guys, and they kind of, like, all they do is they kind of review food and kind of eat, like, really strange foods. So, basically, uh-huh. they, they decided to make a new menu from Taco Bell. Uh-huh food like taco bell stuff and i never had i never ate at taco bell i never you know but what they made so it looked kind of nasty but it also looked really good so they made like this like crunch wrap pizza so it was like a crunch wrap which i never had before but it's that Mm. and then they like put like like some sauce in the middle and they basically made this sandwich of like pizza and then like some toppings and it just looked like so bad but it looked yeah. so good yeah and i sent the video to Sage because i was like i think this when i go back i want to try making some of these things you yeah know? because like it's weird it's like when you like i i don't eat at taco bell and stuff but then you kind of miss these like fast food chains you know like yeah. after not being <laughs> around them for so long so yeah 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 so, what's your favorite? Did you have any favorite, like, recipes that they made? Um, so, it was that Crunchwrap pizza Oh, Crunchwrap, yeah. And then they made this, like, 
tamale out of potatoes. Oh. It was literally just like potatoes and they just like mushed it. They were like, get all these potatoes. And they just like mushed it together oh. like with their hands. Yeah. And then they like used the, um, they used the, uh, the wrapper as like the, you know, like how tamales, it's like encased in like a, was it corn husk? Oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So they used the wrapper as like the corn husk. Yeah. And, um. And even that, I was like, I would eat that. <laughs> it's kind of like the uh, the epic mealtime guys. Remember them? Yeah, I haven't seen. I haven't seen many of these things. I'm like only recently getting exposed to all these like food review things. Right. And, um, oh my god, I feel like I talk about food all day. I'm so <laughs> hungry now. Are they gonna eat after this? <laughs> what are you gonna eat? Huh? What are you gonna eat? What am I gonna? I ate before yeah. this, so I had made myself chicken taco <laughs> yeah a chicken taco yeah well i had that i had a good. tortilla flour tortilla and then i had like uh-huh. roasted chicken i chopped it up put some onions uh-huh. and then uh-huh. uh put some salsa in it it was really oh my god simple lunch but it was really delicious yeah i liked it i was i'm pretty skeptic of me making tacos like or any kind of mexican food myself but uh-huh. <laughs> it's actually worked out <laughs> okay good. i've never actually I should try to make Mexican food at home. I never, because I never really made it before. So I figured like if I started making it now, would it be good? You know, and, um. It all depends on your like tomatoes and like your, your meat. So. Really? You just got to have really good meat. But it's like, I feel like when you make tacos, like you have to make like a lot, don't you? I guess so. Yeah. So. So how many tacos do you eat? It depends if it's the street style tacos, like the smaller ones you find like mm-hmm. on the street vendors and stuff in LA. It's like I would probably eat like four or five of those. Mm-hmm. So, well, obviously, well, they're and they're medium ones, and I'll eat like maybe two or three, three of those. Mm-hmm. So you would eat two or three burritos? No, 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 no. no. I would <laughs> two or three of those. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, but then, how many tacos did you make for yourself today? Just two, Be- okay. because it's the the bigger tortilla. That's like okay. kind of a burrito, but not really. <laughs> well, I'm really inspired by your taco, so I'm going to try to make a taco for myself in the next two weeks. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, you should, and you can, because Switzerland makes cheese, right? Yes. Yeah, you can probably use they have like cheese. their premium cheese on it. That was that would be great. You know what I really miss, but it sounds difficult to make because I don't know how to cook fish. Yeah. Fish tacos. Oh. Because the fish, you need to like, isn't it like battered fish? Yes. So I don't know how to do that. Battered fish, yeah. And then you got to bake it. It's like. You have to bake it. Yeah. Well, it depends on the kind of fish you want, if you want it crispy. Maybe I could make a fish taco using fish sticks. What do you think? <laughs> do you think that would be gross? <laughs> I used to detest, I mean, I don't know, I'm trying to be elitist or anything, I used to detest fish sticks back in the day. I just couldn't eat them. They were so, like, stiff for me. Unless, They're kind of nasty. Yeah, they are. It's weird, it's like, it's like, I mean, it's weird, like, you, I don't know, there's something about it, because I remember um one time, Okay, so I so when I used to be really into Doctor Who, yeah. So I had this for Christmas. I so every year I have a family Christmas party, and I always propose a theme, even though no one 
cares about the theme or whatever. Yeah. So I decided this Christmas it was going to be Doctor Who themed. Uh-huh. And so one of the foods that the, was it the third, no, no, the, the 11th Doctor, his food uh-huh. was fish fingers and custard. So it's basically, um, what is it? Uh, fish sticks dipped in custard. Whoa. Which is actually not bad at all. Really? But, yeah, like, the idea of, because it's like, you know, salty and sweet, it's like, okay. Yeah. But the fish stick itself, like, I was eating the fish stick, and you're like, this is kind of gross, because it's not the breaded part, it was just the fish. It was, like, really fishy, and then, I don't know, it was just, like, kind of nasty. Yeah, right. I don't even know what kind of but fish then, to use. Fish I don't, oh, man, it must, it must be about the fish, because a fish taco fish or whatever isn't it just the same concept it's like fish battered fish which is what a fish stick is yes but yeah it's it's processed is so much oh fish stick is processed yeah the batter is probably made of processed miscellaneous not even bread it's like other stuff other ingredients to hold it together because there's preservatives on there so so are you saying a fish taco fish Battered fish is not as nasty. It's because the batter itself is probably not preserved. No, I mean, the batter would be fresh if they're making uh... for the, you know, if you're getting on the spot. And so it, there's like, you know, it's butter in it. And it's like, it's just, it tastes a little bit better. Way better. It should. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, okay, maybe my goal this year is to learn how to make fish tacos. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to do that. And then, okay, so this reminds me of one time we went camping. Do you remember that one time we went camping? Yes. And then we went to San Onofre in, near San Diego. Yes. And then we made fish tacos, and Pat made, like, some sort of homemade, like, taco sauce. Like, it was, like, some sort of, like, magic, like, <laughs> creamy, sour cream, whatever thing that he made, and it was so good. Oh. Do you remember that? I don't remember that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Wow. I remember that because it was so Because I was just so impressed. Like, yeah. Because then they were like, oh, Pat's going to make the sauce. And yeah. I was just like, and he was like, yeah, I'm going to make the sauce. I made the sauce. And then you're just like, I just didn't know he knew how to make this sauce. And it was just so good. And they're just, yeah. I was just, I think I rem- that was one of the highlights of our video. <laughs> because... <laughs> <laughs> because it's just like amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. You remember events by food. That's that's great. <laughs> I do. I just I just like eating. <laughs> no, that's great. I, thought, I mean, the other day, so we for lunch uh-huh. we got this chicken sandwich. Yeah, it was amazing chicken sandwich. It was like so good. And I just was talking to my friends, and I was just like, you know what? Um, you know how some people, they're, like, sad? Yeah. And then they, like, eat more. Like, you know, they, like, they're, like, stress eat or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing for me is, if I'm sad, I'm, like, not even hungry. Like, I have no appetite. Because, oh. for me, just the, fe- just putting food in my mouth uh-huh. makes me really happy. Oh. Awesome. You know? Like, yeah. it's just, like, I'm just so happy. So, it's, like, I can't be sad while eating. Unless it's, like, really gross food or like <laughs> sometimes like you know you order something and you're yeah. expecting it to be like this is what i want and then you get something that's not what you want and you're kind of sad about it yeah. but even then it's like still okay yeah 
Because, like, the other day I went to this, so, like, this my first Mexican restaurant in Switzerland, and I got this, I got a shrimp burrito. Yeah. I was really excited about it because yeah. I was like, oh, yes, a shrimp burrito. Yeah. And I was eating it, and I was like, okay, first of all, this is not how you make a burrito. Like, <laughs> everything about it was wrong. Yeah. But I was still eating it. Yeah. And then, um, um, like, my boyfriend, he was like, oh, you... Why did you... I mean, you're like... You don't like it, but why are you still eating it and stuff? And I was like, well, it's still like it's food, you know? And it's yeah. it's weird. It's like, it's not what it's supposed to be. Yeah. But it's also not bad food. It's just not a good shrimp burrito. Yeah. But it's not bad food in general. Right, You know right, what I mean? Right. So it's still edible. It's still somewhat enjoyable, you know? Like... Maybe I'm just not, I'm, I think also I'm not a picky eater. I can eat anything really. So I think you have a high tolerance. Like you can hit like if it's good food, that's like ultimate happiness. But then you have a a medium tolerance where you're just like, hey, it's food, it's survival. So yeah. I might as well eat it. Do you consider yourself a foodie? Uh, I mean, it's tricky. I never considered myself a foodie, but I like food. I like you know I'm not gonna be like oh I have this great list of restaurants or whatever. I can cater to whatever your your tastes are. Like I'll never, you know, bring it on top of my head. I'll never be like that guy. But I like food. Mm-hmm. I like trying new foods. Mm-hmm. So you know, um, yeah, if I can. Which is ironic because I used to be like anti <laughs> condiments. Oh yeah. Okay. So Charles once wrote this. Was it a story or was it a poem? It's a story. It's a story about how. It's weird, like, it's so funny because, um, so, we met, I'm like, I almost feel like this should be the beginning of the podcast. It's okay. But anyways, like, we met in, so we met in college, and we met in this class, this, it was like a, basically a zine making class, right? Like, type one authorship was pretty much a zine. Yeah. And then the, the topic, what was the topic, the, the theme of our zine was, um, was it like childhood stories or something? Childhood stories, yeah. So, stories from your childhood, and then, um... The thing was, like, I, even though I knew you guys, you impact, I never talked to you guys in yeah. class. Like, I didn't talk to you guys until after the class was over. So, like, you had written this story, and it's weird because I kind of remember that you wrote it, but then it, because I didn't know you at the time, like, yeah. it, I always forget that you wrote it, you yeah. know? And, um, yeah. But yeah, Charles, do you, do you used to hate ketchup? Yes. And mustard? Yes. And do you mayonnaise. still hate ketchup and mayonnaise? Do you still hate? Oh my god! I have to ask you this question. Yes, of course. Okay, first, well, first of all, do you still hate condiments? I I have a tolerance for ketchup, but I will not prefer it. I will not ask for it, and I still hate mustard to death. And uh, so I I hate relish. I hate pickles. Uh-huh. And I think that's the top five. Everything else. Wait, so what do you eat with your ke- or with your fries? I don't. I still eat that naked, <laughs> like no. So you sauce. eat fries without anything. Well, I can if there's barbecue sauce or ranch, I would definitely eat it. Oh, see, okay. I was just telling people today the other day because um, who was I? Well, I was eating fries. Yeah. And people were talking about what they eat fries with, and I was like, fries taste good with anything have you ever tried ranch and the thing is ranch is so american it's hard to they were yeah. like what's ranch uh-huh. and i was like i don't even know how to describe what ranch is it's just, <laughs> i was like this white sauce i don't know yeah. <laughs> um yeah. but it's 
I love fries with ranch dressing. It's so good. Yes. Um, okay. But now, knowing that, mm-hmm. you don't like mayonnaise. Nope. So, did you listen to the last episode of Mutual Locker? It's okay if you didn't. It's fine. Uh, I, I skimmed through most of it. I was listening to it. Okay, but... you skimmed through Okay. Yeah. So, do you remember the would you rather question? Uh, oh, I don't remember the question, but I remember you guys were talking about it. Okay, so... Would you rather shit out 50,000 gallons of mayonnaise or shit out one ninja star? <laughs> ninja star. Oh, my God. Is it going to hurt if I shit okay, out a Okay, first of all, think about it. Because, okay, so, yes, it's going to hurt because, you okay. know, a ninja star is basically a, a, a knife. <laughs> Like five knives in yes. the form of a star. Right. So like, so you're shooting at that, and it's not like this because I had I'd asked Vince. I was like, if the ninja star was the size of my thumb, maybe I would shit it out. But yeah. no, it's it's a factory made ninja star, so it's probably the size of your hand. So would you rather shit out that or fifty thousand gallons <laughs> of mayonnaise? Well, think. Mm, well, thinking now that I might die from shitting out of a ninja star bleeding to death so i'll probably go for the mayonnaise <laughs> Fifty thousand gallons but where is that gonna go like is it gonna- exactly so vince is like don't forget this is fifty thousand gallons <laughs> so let's say if you're on the toilet at home it's gonna flood your apartment everyone's gonna know that you <laughs> pooped out fifty thousand gallons of mayonnaise but he was saying you could if you knew this was gonna happen you could go to a river yeah or go somewhere like far away <laughs> and then just let it out. I don't know. But I just think, I mean, you both would be very uncomfortable. But I think if, I think to shit out a ninja star, anyone would die. Yeah. It would just be instant death. Yeah. You know, but yeah. at least I feel like the mayonnaise, like there's a chance your butthole just hurt for like five <laughs> weeks. But other than that, like <laughs> you can survive. Oh my god! If I had to have fear of mayonnaise, like like extreme fear, like if I saw fifty thousand gallons surrounding me, like probably. But that's what's gonna happen. It's gonna wait. But you don't have a fear of mayonnaise. You just don't like. No, it. but what if someone does? And and like you know how fear those some fears like they, they, they like chokes them like so yeah, they yeah, they would yeah. die anyway. They would die of fear being choked of seeing mayonnaise <laughs> so they would just okay so either way they would so either way they would die it's a dual death situation so, you would, so it would be like which way would you which like which death would you choose yeah so you're either Basically. bleeding to death through the butt <laughs> or <laughs> you're choking slowly to death so and that's my big fear is like <laughs> if choking and like drowning is like my worst fear so it's like <laughs> so I would go for the butthole death <laughs> okay speaking of death yes. the other would you rather question would you rather shoot a cat or a dog Ooh. oh my god it sucks because I'm a late I'm a dog person but then I like cats too. Like my last cat, my roommate's cat was a pet. I mean, it was a cat, and uh, so I love both. But damn, if we had to go to measure <laughs> years of love of whatever committed to, because I've never owned a cat, so and I've had a dog for like fifteen years. 
so I would have to, sorry, shoot a cat over <laughs> my, you know, career with dogs. <laughs> no, I, I, I chose the same. Did you really? Yeah, oh. because I, my reasoning was because a dog would make you feel bad yeah. about killing. You know, it would like give you puppy dog eyes or something. Right. A cat wouldn't, you know, or a cat, maybe they might. But then for the most part, a, a cat has a higher chance of not caring, <laughs> you know, so there's less guilt. Yeah. And they have nine yeah. lives, right? So it's OK. They're, they're on with their eight, <laughs> eight other lives. <laughs> yeah so yeah i was just i remember i was because vince was like no but they both love you the cat and the dog both love you so i was like basically it was between shooting capono or shooting spider oh but but i wouldn't shoot spider but then i would shoot one of my mom's cats <laughs> <laughs> so clearly clearly i would rather shoot a cat. <laughs> i wouldn't shoot capono capono's a good dog <laughs> God. Well, there you go. I would shoot someone else's cat then. I'd <laughs> <laughs> that'd be easy, I guess. There's a stray cat in my apartment complex. I'll just, I'll just shoot. No, that. but you, they, they, it's not a stray cat. It's still like a cat that loves you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man! Okay, if it was if it was between shoot when I shoot spider or capono, I would shoot capono, but I would do it with my eyes closed, and I would feel really bad about it, uh. and I would cry. It would be like, you know, you know, Mice and Men. Yeah. It would be that. Oh. Wait, what happens in Mice and Men? When he shoots, he shoots... Lenny. Oh. Well, so like, he shoots Lenny. Huh. <laughs> his friend. Oh. And it would be that. It would be that. It would be shitty. And stuff. Oh. I would... If it was between Capono and Spider, obviously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, that's funny. Tell me something happy. Tell me something happy? Yeah. That's kind of a loaded question. <laughs> we can, let's see. Happy? What am I happy about? Good question. Yeah, what are you happy about? I'm happy that I have the freedom now because, I mean, that sounds, this is a very adult answer <laughs> because I'm such an oldie, but, but it just shows that little things make me happy. So mm-hmm. it's like, like the power of being this freelancing life right now. Like I would be probably buried in my in my desk or my workstation at some other corporate job right now mm-hmm. if I wasn't like mm-hmm. didn't take the chance, you know. So mm-hmm. like little spaces of time, like doing a podcast in the middle of the day. <laughs> I mean that's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's great, you know. And like I can go yeah. rent to the store and play hooky all day if i wanted to <laughs> till i go broke but um no it's 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 the little freedom like that i mean that's it means a lot to me so that, that's like instantly happy so yeah yeah that's uh, good yeah, yeah i think um it's really rare i remember um so a couple weeks ago i don't know if i talked about this but um i got really sick i mean i wasn't like deathly ill but i basically i got ton- tonsillitis yeah. and the thing is um so I had a fever on Monday, so I, I went home, and yeah. then I just, like, was... So Tuesday and Wednesday, I was pretty much out. Yeah. And then I went to the doctors on Wednesday, and he was like, you know, just take the rest of the week off. Yeah. And so I I had a week 
of sick leave. And first of all, I've never done that before because yeah. I think the places I used to work at, like in Hong Kong, they would never give you one week of sick leave. You know, yeah. like you're expected if you're sick, you still come into work. Yeah. But here, I think because there are a lot more like people, first of all, people don't want to get sick too. So if you're sick, they're just like work from home or right. just don't come and stuff like that. Yeah. So I remember I was sick for this whole week and I was just like, I was just like, wow, it's so, I felt like, I felt like I was in college. Yeah. You know, or like, I felt like I was in school because it's been so long since you had, because usually if I take a holiday or whatever, I'm, you know, I'm back in LA, I'm traveling and visiting friends because you're using that time to do something, right? Yeah. Because you don't want to waste your holidays. But this was literally a week of me being allowed to just be in bed all day. And I was watching series, you know, and and I was just like, it was just felt so bizarre because I was like. I was like, wow, it just felt, I felt, again, I felt really lucky because I was like, it's so, like, usually as an adult, once you start working and stuff, you don't really get that, you know, unless, you know, you work in a place with, like, unlimited vacation or whatever, but, like, um, right, right, yeah, so it was just, that was really cool, like, it was just, it was nice to just be, like, it almost felt like I got a break from life, like, I was just given this, like, kind of like a free pass you know to just like yeah not do anything and that was fucking cool yeah that's that's awesome i think that's yeah. cool that switzerland or europe in general i think they just you know they cater to like the self-care and all that stuff so yeah yeah they value a lot more yeah so it's i think that's why I also, it's like i enjoy working here too because yeah. um yeah people respect it yeah. you know they kind of respect like like that you have to leave I mean, I don't leave at five or whatever. I work from like nine to six. Yeah. But um, if you leave at six, they're just like, okay, you know, like you have stuff to do and stuff like that. Or right. if you have to run an errand during the week or in the, during the day, you know, stuff like that. So they kind of respect that versus yeah. I remember in Hong Kong, like you could you could do it, but you would get judged or or and you would kind of know you shouldn't do that. So yeah, yeah, that's awesome. But yeah, I always um I always feel like people who can freelance like more power to you because that's something i cannot do um i don't have the the self-motivation to do it and yeah not the self-motivation but i basically i need a manager i need somebody i need structure yeah you know so i think anyone i think it's kind of like a trade-off right like if you're able to freelance yeah i mean there's a lot of it comes with a lot of responsibility but at the same time like you control your own schedule and you you could control your own freedom and stuff like that yeah so um yeah exactly love it good job (laughs) thank you thank you thank you usually so um even though michael isn't my brother but um to keep this podcast still within the range of mutual awkward i'm gonna do a michael's music I don't even know if we did. We've done this. We might have, <laughs> but um, I'm just gonna read it anyway, and because I feel like it kind of pertains to the last episode, uh, where everyone's life is getting exponentially better. So, um, Michael's musings, March sixteenth. After ten years of shitty menial jobs, it has finally come to an end. Menial job Michael is no more. I have obtained via hard work and 10 years of suffering, shit jobs, a full-time writing job. I feel adult. No more retail, no more call centers or shitty cleaning jobs, 
No more pushing press. No more push pressing metal at factories. No more barista waiting tables. No more reception. No more. But I have to give my job a week notice. So okay, I suppose I have a week more. And um, congrats, Michael. That's awesome. Um, I think the last couple episodes we talked about how, like, Michael's changed so much. Like, and I think um, it's been kind of amazing to see how everyone's growing and, you know, um, becoming not less awkward, but just a better version of yourself and all that stuff. So congrats, Michael. Keep up the good work and have fun at your job. Awesome. So, um, this has been Mutually Awkward with Paige and Charles the Bike. Uh, keep it awkward. Bye. Things come sweetly, let them slowly. Softer sleepy